Hello, I'm here in Care Family. Welcome to our third episode of the What's Your Story podcast. I'm your host, Roatiga, and in this episode, we're going to talk about something core to myself, my life, and what I've been through. And our episode name and topic today is I Hate Being a Man. Yes, you heard it. I hate being a man. We're going to talk about the masculine mold and the expectations and standards that you're expected to really meet as a male in this world. We're going to talk about how the perception of mental health, trauma, and abuse, how that goes towards males, men, boys, just from a young age and, and, and everything, everything. And this is something that needs to be talked about in our world because I know, myself included, there are a lot of males out there, a lot of kings who are struggling with trauma, with abuse, with their mental health, with addiction. And we are at a point in our culture and world where we are opening up and letting those demons out. And there's so much that we need to let out. And I want to be part of that movement and change to really free ourselves and help us evolve. So with that being said, I'm going to talk about it. So let's talk about it. Really, uh, I really hate being a man. I, I actually made a video on TikTok, which is my not it's it's my most viewed video, I believe, at 12 million or so views, and it's something that is honestly that that I love rewatching. Like I love rewatching my own content, and you know the stories I put out there, the art the art I put out there. I I love just experiencing it again as someone who made it because like I just connect with myself and and everything that I've put out there in art form and and, and I just enjoy it. Uh, Pretty much in that video, what I said are these statements. I said, I hate being, and, and, and I was screaming and I was shooting this Nerf Fortnite gun while doing it. So I was saying, I hate being a man because people judge you for your depression. I hate being a man because I have no one to open up to about my suicidal thoughts. I hate being a man because when I open up about being sexually abused by a woman, people say I got lucky. I hate being a man because I'm sick of being alone with all my problems all the time. I hate being a man because no one in this damn world cares about me genuinely and all that it was just raw i literally just went out in the field had that nerf gun turned on (laughs) turned on that camera and i said those things and 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 shot those just shot that gun with every statement because it was something that i was dealing dealing with and had within me just for a very long time that I hate, like, I really hate being a man, you know, 
the standards and expectations and stress and pressure and how this world dehumanizes you, dehumanizes you. So let's let's get get into that. So when we are born, just as just as males, just as you know, babies, baby boys. When when we are born, even like from that, um, we are raised and conditioned differently. And I'm not talking about the shallow things like boys gotta wear blue and this and that and you know dressing differently looking fresh all that i'm not talking about that like you know got short hair wear this blah 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 blah. i'm not talking about that i'm talking about real fucking shit like you were basically conditioned from that baby toddler stage going into your kid years that you are supposed to suppress and hold back your emotions. And you're told that, you know, not only that boys can't cry, but you're expected to and take pain and not only tolerate it, but accept it as part of the male experience. I remember um, there were times where like literally, whether it was at school, whether it was, you know, through my parents and being raised, whether it was just like family, friends, every time I, whether I would like got knocked off my bike or just fell down or, or got hit or got in a scuffle with some kid, like it could be like in kindergarten, preschool, like it could be in that, like I can get in a scuffle and then like, you're pretty much just like expected like, oh, this is a boy. You're not supposed to cry. I'm, I'm told to suck it up, brush it off. Like I remember in like pretty much there, there was a lot. So like specifically um, when we're let, like let's talk kindergarten, like in kindergarten, I remember like I was like digging a uh, like like in the sandbox. I was like doing that and I accidentally, you know hit some sand in some girl's face. And then she made such a big deal out of it. And not only that, it's like the whole teachers and everyone like around me made such a big deal out of it. It's like, oh, you're a boy who accidentally put girl in like this sand in this girl's face. What are you? There was that. So it's like, okay, like I see like this girl like being protected. I see people are being caring for her. I see people are really sticking up for her in this situation and all that. And, you know, me being made out to be a bad guy, whatnot. that was like a situation. I was like, I understand, okay, like, there's sand in your eye, protect that. You don't have to make me out to be a bad guy. Oh, there's all that, right? And there was another situation. Let, let's, let's compare and contrast this to where, like, I was just chilling on the playground. And then this fucking kid, he was, like, on the monkey bars. I don't know. Like, I don't know, he was like struggling with monkey bars and, and I was just, you know, wanting, going off the swing. So after that, I was running, going back on those steps and he just, I don't know if, if he just um, fell down or something. Uh, like, like I think like, he, so pretty much he like landed on me. But the thing is, I was somehow able to catch him in like some weird way to where like he landed on my shoulders and at, at this time, like, yeah, like, he he was just, like, on my shoulder. I was, like, still standing. I was, like, okay, what the? F-? 
like I was like, okay, like you could just get down now. You know, the steps are right there. You know, you know, just get down. But this kid, like, he started like wailing on me. He started like punching me, and I was like, like the punches like weren't hurting at all. I was, I was like, okay, like what is this kid like having a temper tantrum, or or something like? What's wrong with this kid? I, I was more so like, is something wrong? Like what the what's wrong with you? Um, and then like I'm like, okay, this is getting annoying. Like I'm gonna like try to push him off. I wasn't even like. Like, I was just, like, I was trying to get this kid off me. Like, what the hell is wrong with him? Like, his eyes were closed. He was, like, wailing. I was, like, what the hell is wrong? What was wrong with this kid, man? So, pretty much, um, pretty much in, like, that situation, we, like, got into it in, in that. And, like, there was, like, a little escalation. I don't, like, I wouldn't say, like, anyone got hurt per se. But there was that. It was, like, you know, like, just being in that kindergarten environment, it's, it should be considered, you know, like it, it, it is a scuffle. It is, you know, some sort of fight per se. There's that. And then like pretty much like teachers and like everyone, it's like when two boys get into it and like, you know, quote unquote fight or like do something, it's just like not handled at all. It's where it's like there were people uh, just like everyone around me said, like, just whatever. Okay, this person, you know fell off the monkey bars on your shoulders and like hit you and wailed on you that's your fault like you know deal with it all that like what are you doing you're the wrong one in this situation and i'm like what the fuck like i'm 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 5 years old i don't even know have any like like what is going on in this situation i should have like some teacher like tell me like are you okay what's going on did this kid accidentally fall on you and everything you know tell that kid you know he shouldn't have done it and all that stuff but it was like the teacher basically said, like, oh, who should get in trouble? This kid or Roe? This kid accidentally fell on Roe and he was like wailing to get off and then and then I was just like trying to push him off. Who should get in trouble? Like like literally, like there was nothing done in that situation. And it's crazy because that was like a very core memory and experience to where it's like you just realize like as a boy, straight up. No one really cares about your body in that regard. No one cares about like any bruises or like tan bark that got in my eye or like anything or the fact that there was like this kid who was like having like this temper tantrum on my shoulder at like five years of age. Like people really didn't care about that. Like being pushed, like pretty much like me falling. Like obviously he fell too because he was on like my shoulders and shit, but like that's on him for like landing on me. Like what's, you know? Um, but people don't really care about your body. Like, no one really gave me, you know, like, band-aids after that. No one really helped me wash up in the bathroom. No one really helped me just really, like, be a kid in, in, in like, be, you know, like, help me as a kid in that regard. So, well, when I was in that situation, I was like, um, okay, are these t teachers just, like, like what like what the fuck is going on? Are they just, like, being heartless or what is this? It's just, just life, you know, as a boy in that so um there was that and there were like a lot of other experiences to where it's like i remember like i would say like the good thing about um very much like my parents is that they did that they did care about me and and nurture me to where it's like when i w was on like roller skates they like obviously they like took time to put like knee pads on me they they really took time to care about me they took time to hey like here are your training wheels ride your bike here are roller skates go roller blade around 
the neighborhood, go ride your bike around the neighborhood, go play wall ball, go play basketball, go do all these things, have fun with your art, have fun with your toys, do everything you're going to do. So like, you know, when I was per se, like in those type of situations, you know, like as a very young kid and young boy, like with my parents, I am very um, like thankful that like specifically with them, while there were like very much like certain standards pushed and certain expectations put pushed because ultimately like your parents are a product of this world and in society no matter what i'm just very thankful like from a base level that i had parents who just you know weren't just weren't like destroying you, <laughs> destroying you type shit. Like they were like saying like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You don't know how to ride a bike. Ah, ah, what the, like, 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 like that type of stuff. Like, so I'm, I'm like very thankful, like thankful for that. Um, there definitely like were situations and like standards that, uh, like my parents did and like family, you know, like did, really push on me like the whole like oh like you have to be quote-unquote tough you have to be quote-unquote hard as um kind of like this 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 boy and there were like certain standards to where like oh like you need to uh you know dress a certain way be a certain person uh look handsome be a stud all this and it it was just like not it was just like not what i really vibed with because like just even that and like me as a person like obviously like if you know me like right now i'm wearing like a neon uh sweater and i've always been like a colorful expressive you know always been like having like a high level of sensitivity and emotional intelligence and all that so just really with me i didn't conform to those standards at all like i didn't conform to those standards um and there were some other heartbreaking experiences that I did have, especially as a child, um, you know, like, especially as a boy, like, I remember, like, just all throughout, like, um, all throughout, whether it was, you know, whether it was elementary school, yeah, like, all, like, very much, like, throughout elementary school, like, I'd be in situations where I would, like, very much, like, fall down, I would, like, scrape my knees, I would scrape my elbows, sometimes I'd get, like, bruises, you know, fall on my face and all that. And I never, like, re I never really received, like, emotional reassurance from, like, teachers, per se, or, like, pe you know, people who are adults in that position of, you know, le leadership, who are, you know, supposed to help you and, and, like, be a caregiver to where it's like, okay, like, you're a kid who got bruises, you're a boy, blah, 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 blah. And then it's, like, weird because I just see girls who just, like, scrape like the littlest things or like break like a tip of their nail and, and like they're crying and it's the end of the world but they get all the care and attention in, in the world so i really like didn't understand that um i really honestly there were like a lot of points to where i like definitely like straight up cried in elementary school and even in that situation um there are like other kids who say like oh like why is Rowett crying what is what, what is happening why and honestly, at that point, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, even at that age, I'm, 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 I was definitely like a badass jit to like the point where I, I really didn't give a fuck about, uh, you know, like what people thought of me 
in in that regard to where i was like crying so i was like happy i was like very much happy like like obviously like as a kid it's hard to hold back your tears and everything but i was really happy that i was able to cry even though all these people and kids and other people who just make make fun of you and like use that against you and you're aware of that very much so when when you're like growing up especially like yeah just in that like kid stage so i'm happy that i was able to do that um, I remember like one time, like this was like a very interesting experience to where like we were just like, and uh, I don't know, like there, there were like very much things that my, that I think like my dad like really expected from me just like as a kid in terms of like toughness, strength or responsibility or just like being on your shit that man it's like it's like tough yeah it's like kind of tough to talk about but um i feel like it's like weird because i i do wish that i did get a little more like emotional reassurance uh like my emotions being validated and things specifically to just like being hugged and comforted just you know from my dad and you know and, and obviously my mom and everything um but i believe that there you know like there were like certain things that i didn't get i believe but you know like very much so because i am male because because like straight up i am male and you know oh you know boy and just you know just really being raised it's like your your parents are going to condition yourself to be like a certain way like obviously like let's say like i was a girl like okay gotta be pretty you gotta be perfect you gotta be like oh daddy's little girl mommy's little sunshine like all that stuff like obviously if, if, if i were a girl but since i'm a guy it's like oh you gotta be tough you gotta be a stud you gotta be this you gotta be that um you gotta all that so like there was that like obviously like i was always like a very athletically minded and like driven person to where like i would really play a lot of basketball do a lot of that play a lot of sports and and, and i really loved it um but i didn't like view it as like central to my like quote-unquote masculinity and like still to like this day i don't really even i uh like vibe with or agree with these these whole concepts of masculinity and femininity and and whatever you want to call it a lot of people say, oh, you got masculine energy, you're, you know, direct, you're whatever, uh, you get work done, you get shit done, uh, aggressive, assertive, uh, you're tough, you have this sense of responsibility, you're able to shoulder the burden, like that's some sort of masculine energy. People say like feminine energy, oh, you're emotionally aware, you're attuned to people, you may have some sensitivity, you may have some empathy or compassion, nurturing. Like people say like this nurture versus provider type of thing. Like obviously like masculine is like provider, the more feminine is more nurture. It's like I honestly like have I don't even have both. Like I have all. Like I just have the type of energy that I need just myself as a human being in order to function and just like be a person to where it's like I don't even like view myself as like masculine or feminine. I just view myself as a human being because at the end of the day, I am a human being. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was like that. There were like also other certain things to where it's like, 
there was like some gro- you know gross things that happened like growing up like i remember like basically i was in the bathroom and some kid tried to like see my dick type shit and it was like kind of it, it was like you know like it was like weird um but you know apparently like when you like either like talk to other people about it you talk to other kids about it you even talk to like adults about it and stuff you, you, it just it's just like very much like seen as you know boys being boys boys being curious boys horsing around with one another but even even like if you're like five six seven years old and someone tries to see your dick and you're like peeing in a urinal that's pretty weird it's like the fact that i remember i remember that now like as an adult and like another kid tried to see and like i don't like touch touch me like that like that it's, it's like very it's like very weird to talk about um it's like very very weird to talk about and not even that it's like very it's just weird to know and like experience like what the hell was that and it's like why don't people really come for you like i'm sure there are very much situations to where like obviously if you're a young girl and even like if another girl touches you or or obviously like if someone you know uh someone male or someone uh like an adult touches you inappropriately as a little girl you're, you're gonna get people's more so like side on you because it's like very common to see uh female abuse survivors or like just any sort of victimization done in that way to where it's like oh my gosh someone did that to you someone touched you inappropriately i see you i hear you i understand you if that happens as a male um people really don't people really don't um people really don't get you and 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 this really takes me to this other point that i really have to talk about is that i have experienced sexual abuse particularly from a woman and you know it's it's something that i experience and i just you know like there were points in my life to where it's like you know like there were things that i was really forced to do you know against that i did not consent to against my will and my knowing and i think this person uh yeah um yeah so this so like pretty much like oh yeah by the way like obviously if 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 someone has gone through this before um i just want to give you like that you know that content warning or whatnot you know it's because like i i know like this could be a sensitive topic and, and and i'm sharing what i've been through and i want other people who you know, have been this through this before, uh, whether they're male or any other gender, you're not alone. Um, I'm, I'm just telling you, um, you know, my story. So, you know, that happened to me. And it seems like this person really had that sort of mindset to where it's like, it's tough because it, it's, it's really, it's devastating and it's gross and disgusting to see that there are, like, there was that woman who thought that, first of all, like, she was like, forceful, uh just very very gross and and hungry for that and wanted something from me that is is honestly like just like disgusting to to that uh, to that degree and like something to where it's like um it's like something that like i could very much see like it, it very much seemed like a part, you know, part of that mindset, it seemed like, you know, since she was, you know, a, a woman and female and, and everything that it's like that whole thing to where people just see males 
as wanting sex all the time, no matter what the age is. You could be a young boy and people will look at you and sexualize you like you have like a sex drive of a freaking pig or something like that, literally, because I just know like... I I just know that straight up. I just know that if we lived in a world where people actually treated, you know, just males as as human beings and really didn't see them as that sort of pig and everything and and actually like cared about their consent, that that would not have happened to me because first of all I would have opened up sooner about it. Second of all, like I would have known that that was abuse that that was sexual abuse and i would have known that there are other people who are going through the same thing it's like you know that there are other people going through the same thing but it's like people don't really like a lot of males like don't really share that that happened to them whether it's like molestation or like sexual abuse and like all that type of stuff any sort of violence um it can even be like domestic abuse like they don't really share that that happens to them because they don't want to seem like they're, quote-unquote, the weak ones in the situation. That, oh, especially in this situation where you, they say, like, you let a woman do that to you. First of all, what's wrong with you? How could a woman do that to you? Second of all, you should have enjoyed it. Like, they, they literally just, like, straight up say that on some real shit. And, ah, oh, man. Like, they just straight up say that. And, and that's what really makes my blood boil. Like, it makes my blood boil so hard to the point where I am dedicating my life to really creating a platform for that. And, 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 and just knowing that, hey, I don't care if you are male. I don't care what your gender is. You are not alone in this. That should not have happened to you. And we will get through that together like i i want people to know that because like straight up like it was like it was tough enough to like open up to (laughs) i mean like i like it came to a point where like i had no choice but i had to open up to like the internet about it because i just i i did not know how to go about it like like what you you, like there are certain things that like quote unquote you know they say to like reach out to resources and Uh, you know and like they reach out to like trusted adults and like resources and like this and that but it's like when when you're really put in that situation you really you really do like don't know what to do and and you just want to forget about it you very much like want to forget about it so man man like literally just literally it's, it's it's very tough it's very tough so like i know like especially just like being being in that situation uh when you're male when you're male, it's like it's very hard to open up about abuse. It's very hard to open about anything mental health wise, trauma wise, addiction wise. And let's talk about this. Let's talk about this specifically, like all these these struggles, because pretty much, pretty much like what the world says, what the world says is that men can't deal with these things that literally like men cannot feel pain. They always have to be strong and silent. That's what the world says. So. If you're a man going through addiction, they say, man up, it's your fault. 
If you're a man going through abuse, man up. It's your fault. You should have enjoyed it. If you're a man going through any sort of trauma, poverty, homelessness, freaking you're wrongfully convicted and you're put in jail, you just have to deal with it. And th that's what I'm standing up for. I am standing up for every single male, boy, man, king in the world who has dealt with this and has not had justice, who has not had love, who has not had freedom. That is what I'm fighting for. And I am not going to back down. I am not going to give up. I just keep moving forward until all my enemies are destroyed. And until we destroy sexism, until we destroy all these concepts that lead to men struggling in silence, being abused, being gaslighted, being hurt, being broken, being in pain, being depressed, and just struggling in silence with addiction, to be honest, we're not, uh, until we deal with that, we're not going to be free. And what kind of life are you living if you're not living free, you know? It's really tough because we say that we we really say that men like cannot experience pain. That we we really say that. We we really say that. Man, and it's like you you, you hear me sigh, you you hear me take these deep breaths. Mm. Because it's real. Because when you're met with this injustice, when you're met with this hate, when you're met with this just sense of that oh my god I'm, I'm i'm just alone in this who's really going to help me that's what you do you just man you just sigh you have that frustration you have that disappointment and and you're just left to fight that's what you're really left with and 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 i will fight because i i strongly believe that i believe that men are human i believe that men deserve to be loved i i believe that men deserve compassion i believe that men deserve a place to heal i believe that men deserve support that's then that's what I really want for, for this world, straight up. I'm going to use storytelling. I'm going to use art. I'm going to use activism. I'm going to use like all the power that I have just as a person to create that movement. And I know that one day I won't be here because everyone dies, right? One day I won't be here. But I know like that future people who are yet to come into this world, yet to be born, they will continue that fight. And there will be a point to where like, not, you know, like, obviously, it's like sexism is destroyed, racism is, is destroyed, classism, homophobia, you name it. All these concepts are, constructs are destroyed, just straight up, and, and, and we are free, and, and we're able to really have that sense of really love and belonging as, as human beings. That's what I'm fighting for, and that's, that's what I won't stop. I won't stop until I get it. Straight up. Straight up. So there's that. Men are just not seen. It's like, talk about the abuse. Especially, okay, let's talk about like mental health. Let's talk about depression. I've been struggling with depression for so long. I've been struggling with depression basically like, for like as long as I can remember all my life. I've been struggling with depression. I've been struggling with that for so long. And it's like, when you're a guy and you open up about certain things, when you open up about your depression, when you open up about self-harm, you open up about addiction, people just say, man up. Obviously, it's like, yeah, if you do have loved ones and people in you know your circle 
your friends, your family, whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they can be supportive. Yeah, they can listen and all of that. But there comes a point in time to where it's like, you really don't get the support and love that you need as a human being because men are not seen as human beings. That's that's like the biggest thing. You're really seen as someone who should be strong and silent. So when you are going through depression, when you are going through anxiety, when you are dealing with an eating disorder, people really tell you like, not like, some people tell you straight up, like, suck it up, man up. Some people tell you that, like, implicitly. You could read their energy. You could straight up read their energy. And it's like, I've experienced that so much. I've experienced that as a kid. I've experienced that in elementary school. I've experienced that, you know, middle school, high school, my whole life. My, my, my whole life. My whole life, I've experienced that. And I've opened up to certain people. I've talked to certain people. And then that's all I met with. That you just, you know... You just got to suck it up. You just got to man up. You just got to get through it. And honestly, I'm saying fuck you, not only to those people, even though, even if I've, you know, know them and everything and they're part of my life, I'm not only saying fuck you to that. I'm saying fuck you to the whole world because I am a man. I am male. I'm a human being. So why am I being treated like I'm not human? Why? Why is it that? When just, I just hate being a man because of double standards when it comes to everything, like mental health, when it comes to abuse, when it comes to violence, like everything. It's like, you could be struggling with mental health. Obviously, it's like people say, okay, you can't be emotional. You got to be strong and silent, man up. But then obviously it's like a woman or someone can open up about it. And then, you know, people see woman as emotional. Okay, abuse. People blame you if you're a man who gets abused. If you're a woman who gets abused, you get all the support in the world. Every, basically, every single program in the world, um, like, largely has more domestic violent shelters when it comes to women as opposed to men. And then, obviously, it's like people are going to say, oh, that's because women get abused more physically. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, yeah, I mean, like, women are 100%. There, there are so many more reports of women getting abused, women not being helped, women being manipulated, women just being all this. Yes, I am the biggest advocate for women. Yes. And, and, and I'm saying, like, the number of resources that should be there for men, like, the number of resources out there for men are literally, like, it's like very, it's like so low. It's like, it's like staggering. It's like so low. It's like, if you're a man, pretty much like I've heard stories and like seen stories, man, like if you're a man, you, who is an abusive relationship, you have, you, you can have your wife take everything from you. You can have your wife take your kids. This isn't some Karen bullshit. This isn't some Karen bullshit. Like this is like, just like traditional divorce, like divorced wife behavior. She can take over half your money, all your money, but keep on getting child support. She can take your kids. She can take your car. She can take like your house. You're still stuck paying the mortgage on the house, but you still, you're still you supposed to own the house. And like all of this, all of this, man, all of this, like, okay, so there's that when it comes to relationships. There's that when it comes to abuse. There's that when it comes to mental health. And even like, you just don't get... You don't get that support like after anything like, you know, trauma and, and addiction. 
basically all like every single person who overdoses majority most people are men they're male juice world overdose little peep overdose every, like 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 everything like you could oh my god bro like honestly like this is where like i'm getting fired up but but this is real like you see like the reason that all these males they they struggle with addiction because they see like the only way i can numb this pain is through pills that's why you see like this is why like i fuck with juice world so heavy i fuck with little peep so heavy because i know that pain to where it's like man it's like i truly do feel the only way that i could cope with my pain is through that through like addiction through like self-harm through like certain things being in certain situations that i shouldn't be in and then ultimately it's like that's why you know their their music and their art resonated so heavy with so many people just in general in in the world because people really feel that pain people feel that emptiness people feel that heartbreak people feel like everything and they're like man you're giving a voice to, to our struggles you understand me i fuck with you and it's that and it's just very sad to always like see that demise to where like they could be a light for other people but who's going to be a light for them and I felt the exact same way in, in, in my life, honestly. Like, it's, it, it's really tough just knowing that really as, like, for example, like, a lot of times when, you know, when you're male and when you're in a relationship and you have a girlfriend, you're, like, very much, like, you're, like, expected to always comfort her with her problems. Oh, she's having a bad day. Be there for her. Text her. Call her. FaceTime her. Oh, you didn't respond fast enough? You're a bad boyfriend. Oh, you didn't give her a gift? You're a bad boyfriend. Oh, you you didn't plan like this whole thing for her birthday? You're a bad boyfriend. Oh, you didn't do this? You're a bad boyfriend. You're a bad boyfriend. It seems like all it seems like pretty much you're pretty much a bad boyfriend by default. And pretty much like I very much understand that there are so many abusive and manipulative men in the world to where it's like I understand it. A lot of women are just under a guard up, not only from an emotional point, but like physically like dangerous point, because there are just so many men out there who will like kidnap women, who will like traffic women and like do all these like terrible things to women like like obviously if you don't understand that, like you live, you, you, you don't live on this planet, like obviously um like with that like like but but i don't understand like why isn't there equality when it comes to relationships and how people are treated and when i talk about equality i'm talking about how lives are valued like people always say like women and children first people never say you know people never say human first like i understand like okay put children first obviously like put the put like the kids put like the kids and shit first but the, i like I've understood, like, from, like, a society perspective, maybe they say women first because it's, like, oh, women can be pregnant and repopulate the human race or some shit, but, like, all men have dicks and they have sperm, so, yeah, we only need one man or something. That's why they say, like, men last. I don't know, like, maybe it's some, like, biological bullshit. Oh, man. Woo! Spilled a lot of water. But, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that whole thing, it's like, you're just, you're just treated like you're disposable if you're a man. This is why I'm fighting, man. And I've realized, I've realized this, like, very young to where it's like, when you're, 
a boy who speaks about these things like emotionally mental health trauma just like kind of like how you're treated you're basically yeah you're told to man up you're told to deal with it you're said the world is the way it is and that's how it is it is what it is you're basically told it is what it is all the time and this is something that i will never fuck with i will never fuck with you if someone really just expects i, I don't care like if another man tells me Oh, you're supposed to just be this way. Like fuck you. Like I'm 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 going to straight up fight everyone in the world. I don't even fucking care. I'm on my Aaron Jaeger shit. Like I'm going to fucking like fuck up the whole fucking world but because I am a human being and I need my freedom, I need my love, I need belonging, I need comfort and if I need to do certain things so you know like future generations and you know just future humanity need to be heard. I need to do it right now because I am the voice for that future straight up and and we are honestly the voice for that future. We need to know that. We need to band together as we are one human race. Honestly, this whole concept of gender, this whole concept of gender straight up is a fucking construct. You know, I don't I don't even know if I should consider myself quote unquote like yeah, like obviously yeah, like like straight up like oh like you know you man male whatever like I just, I just like straight up like if we're talking identity, like identity, I identify like as a human, identify as human, like that's probably like the only label you can put on me is just human, because I'm a human being, <laughs> like straight up, like because I'm a human being, like and because like I, I, I just fuck with being human straight up. Um, I, I understand like as a human, like you make mistakes. You will learn, you will hurt people, you'll do all this, but you can grow, evolve, and change. I don't really care about man bullshit, like, you know, quote-unquote being a man, quote-unquote being a woman, quote-unquote this is how you're supposed to be if you're trans or uh, this is how you're supposed to be if you're, like, non-binary. This is how you're supposed to be if you're, if you're, like, all that. Like, I don't really fucking care, bro. This is why, like, I just want to fight these standards and, and really just demolish them so I could be free. I, like it, it really just, just comes down to freedom at the end of the day. I'm not really like living free in this world. And, and if I have to really fight all my life just so I can have freedom, I, I will fight and I will die for freedom. That is honestly like the biggest thing. Um, but yeah, like I, like I know I went on a whole thing and, and like certain whatnot. But it's like, damn, man. It's like, damn. Specifically, it, it sucks because... I'm, like, very much glad that there are certain parts of, like, emotional expression that are being reached just by males in particular. You, you can just open up, like, anything, like, whether it's, like, your free, you know, just open up Spotify right now. Like, you'll see, like, every, every like, a lot of male artists and, and, you know, just rappers, singers, whoever will touch on emotions that men really have been holding back on expressing obviously we can talk about juice world and peep we can even talk about like drake we can talk about kid you know um we can talk about kid Leroy. we can talk about trippy red we can talk about yb we'll talk about young boy young boy puts all his pain in his music so it's like i, I really fuck with that I, I i fuck with polo polo like opened up about hey he's been through like abuse as a kid he opened up about that you know like being a rapper from chicago opening opening up about abuse you've been through like i fuck with that because that's hard because like typically like you know just like not not only rap in general but like chicago scene it's like you have to be seen as someone you you, you made it out there you made it out the rack you made it out of shy rack um and you're still able to be like vulnerable 
and open up emotionally in your music. That's what I fuck with. So I I fuck with, you know, certain rappers who do put their vulnerability in their music. Obviously, you know, I talk about Polo. Uh, I talk about, you know, YB. I talk about Juice. I, I really, you know, fuck with X. I fuck with NF. I fuck with, you know, these, you know, these people like straight up who are able to put that vulnerability. Like even like with Kanye and like 808s, like, you know, back back in the day back then when he released it a lot of these rappers and like artists didn't really open up about certain things to where like he made a whole like auto-tune heartbreak album to where it's like fuck people felt that my mom you know like you know his mom died he really lost his you know like relationship he was really going through it there are so many things obviously that just that he really lost in that regard and there was so much that he really needed to express and i'm glad he did it um it was catharsis it was like therapeutic and like also there were a lot of people who like felt like oh now i feel like i'm validated i feel like i have the light in my life to where it's like i'm able to talk about that in my music or my art or just in general just as a person who who really really listens to that and just fucks and fucks with it and say hey like i'm gonna live my life this way because now i feel like i can open up so it's like i'm really seeing like the evolution of man and i'm seeing like you know, where this is taking us. I'm seeing, like, obviously previous generations just with with the resources and awareness and, like, kind of culture they're in. Obviously, they didn't really even talk about, like, depression or trauma. But now I'm seeing, like, you know, and additionally, like, I, I just, like, talked about, like, this whole episode that for just, like, pretty straight up, like, being a man, you're just really denied those experiences and emotions. Um, and then you're really shamed for it. And, like, there's this whole shame and burden. But now, like, I'm seeing... Like, we're fighting it, and we're really peeling those layers back, and we're just knowing that, hey, like, we are human beings, we all have these emotions, and I really, I really, like, vibe with, I really vibe with that. Obviously, there are, like, certain, just like I said, there are so many standards just in society that are so ingrained that it will take probably, like, you know, like, years years to really fight it but you know just like i said the best way to fight it is through storytelling the best way to fight it is through art because you know the art will never die the storytelling will die people come and go but the art will never go so that's that you just got to put it in in your expression and, and that will live on forever and that will live on in our hearts and souls so like that's like the biggest thing um there's like so much that i could really you know peel back for like straight up being a man even when we like i'm like i'm I'm like speaking of rap like i'm I'm doing like a fucking freestyle on this episode bro like and the reason i i i did this but was because like i really wanted it to be from the soul i really wanted it to be from the soul because this is something that i've spoken on i hate being a man just in in general um it's something that's close to my heart so it's like it's something that i wanted to be like from that raw human standpoint to where it's like yeah let's talk about body standards so specifically for body standards like we're we pretty much like come a point in time to where we've recognized how toxic and harmful these body standards are for people you see uh you see like you know everything like you could open up any app social media tiktok instagram snap whatever and and you see like certain things that are like very much pushed uh like pushing anorexic content pushing you know bulimic content pushing like, okay, you got to have, like, this picture-perfect body. You got to be thick. You got to be this. All that, all that's really being pushed. All that's being pushed in our culture. There's, like, this Instagram hourglass body figure that 
like a lot of women are pressured to have. And now, you know, we're, we're recognizing that, hey, this is bad. Like it's bad straight up for people to think that way, to put these standards. Um, but largely, it's like when, when body positivity is talked about, the craziest thing is it's like 99, I'd say, I, I'd say close to 100. I'd say 99.9999% are female focused they're more so like on women okay you don't need to you know be perfect you don't have to have pictures like all this and you know 100 just like i said before like i am the biggest advocate when it comes to um you know sexism i'm the biggest advocate of sex i'm the biggest advocate of sexism i support sexism what the fuck? no i'm the biggest advocate of dismantling sexism so obviously i'm the biggest advocate for like you know supporting women in that regard so uh, like literally like there is no body positivity for males for men there's no body positivity you're just expected to be like i said it six foot six you're expected to make six figures you're expected to have a six pack you're expected to have oh man you just gotta throw up them sixes like you're expected to have everything and basically if you don't have that if you don't have that body if you don't have that money if you don't have that success, if you don't have all of these things, you're just considered a failure of a man. Like, damn, like straight up. Like, how much love does a janitor get? How much love does a homeless person get? How much love does someone who is a construction worker get? I would say they ain't get no love because they ain't got that paper. They ain't get no love because they don't have what other people have, what is valued, quote unquote, by society. They don't have that to where it's like we walk across homeless men every single day. We see that. We see them begging with signs. The majority of them are men. Like over three in four homeless people are men. This is worldwide. This is the world that we live in. And... It's just unfortunate. It's like you just don't have that support system as a man. Like if we talk about this, like we can even talk about like prison. Like people joke about prison rape for men. It's like, wow, like imagine if you joked about a woman being raped. You would be canceled. Not only canceled, there would be riots in every <laughs> there literally be like strip you'd be canceled you'd be canceled so hard but i mean but you you can make jokes about like being raped in prison as male like i remember 6 9 was going to jail people were saying oh he better get them ass cheeks ready like what the fuck like people be saying like the dirtiest shit when it comes to men like oh my god like like that stuff that stuff gets me, man. It, it sucks. Like, you're just treated like you're disposable. And this is exactly what I'm fighting. I'm fighting this so heavy. I'm fighting this so hard. Um, back to the body positivity. Like, you, like, these standards, like, basically, you're, like, you're expected to have, like, this amazing hair, this amazing figure, this amazing face, this amazing six-pack. You're expected to have, like, this big, voluptuous D and ding dong you're expected to have like be amazing at sports you're expected to have all these things it's like that's the standard you got to be handsome you got to be a stud got to be all this if you're not then first of all other you know guys will make fun of you then oh these girls won't want to be with you or 
basically in the eyes of everyone else you'll be seen as a failure like we shame men for being fat so fucking much but when you shame a woman about being fat you'll be fucking like not only canceled you will be destroyed and you'll be called a sexist misogynist pig i just don't understand how we live in a world where like literally you like you, you like i like let's say that i was like um like around 30 pounds overweight like like nothing too crazy just like 20 30 pounds overweight something like that to where it's like you can lose that like in two months or something like 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 i've, I've seen people lose 20 pounds in a month so like let's say like you're that okay 20 pounds overweight you can be 20 pounds overweight people will call you fat so people will call you you fat fuck people will call you get in the gym come on like people will say like all this people will say the most but if you are a woman and you are fat uh like if you say anything towards that like you will be called like just like i said a misogynic sexist pig and i'm saying like i don't want anyone to be called negative things that will damage them as human beings because you know your weight is your business your body is your business if you want to be on your health and fitness journey be on your health and fitness journey but you don't have to shame anyone else you don't in fact you should help them say hey I understand like if you are like asking for help and saying, hey, I have gained this weight or I am obese and I need help. Hey, come to the gym with me. Give me your workout regimen. Tell me what your diet is. People are willing to do that. Come, like people are always willing to do that. But like straight up, like if you're a man, you're just like shamed to where it's like I really wonder like I really wonder like after you know whether it's like after breakups or after these insults or after everything like do these men like like i feel like a lot of these men like they have like you know you just you just have so much shame you just have so much shame that's built up to where it's like you gotta like put it in something to where it's like you fuck that shame it's like so the only thing that you gotta do you gotta just like you just got like get in the gym get rich fuck bitches that that's all you got that's really that's really all you got in that respect because that quote unquote measures your worth as a man so this is why you see a lot of men they tie their worth to money they tie their worth to the, the amount of women who like them or sleep with them they tie their worth to like how strong they are and yeah we talk about we talk about like all this you know physical strength even emotional strength we never talk about like spiritual strength we never talk about like the demons that they're fighting within we never talk about that we never talk about like that mental aspect to where it's like <sighs> Like, I, I, the greatest strength is in being vulnerable. The greatest strength is in saying, like, I, I'm fighting with this. That I, you know, saying that, you know, oh, you struggle with porn addiction. You struggle with abuse. You struggle with depression. Man, and you're able to say that out loud, put it in words, and say you're still fighting through it. I fuck with that heavy. You are on the path. I fuck with that. Because it's like, I know that there are a lot of men out there. And, and I've seen certain communities. I've seen, like, gross communities. Like, I've seen, like, certain, like, gross communities and just like people pushing like really toxic standards towards men i see like you know like a lot of people like out there like say like oh you never you don't be emotional as a man you got to be tall as a man you got to have this money as a man you gotta really always uh you gotta always fuck bitches get laid as a man like people always like say that but it's like no one really says as a man are you good bro like not like are you good bro but straight up like how are you really doing? Do you need me to sit here for you? Do you need me to listen? Do you need me to 
really just like, you know, let, let's, let's, let's take a break and just tell me how you're doing. Let's let all that out, everything. So it's like, this is why, just like I said, like you deal with, you know, so you end up dealing with certain things through like addiction or like pills or like self-harm and, and other, you know, even like, you know, vices because you just don't have that healthy outlet, healthy, positive outlet to deal with it. And I want to give, just like I said before, I want to give males that voice. I want to give people that direction. I want to really help shift the future and put into a place where we could really deal with this in the right manner. Because we're dealing with it in like a not so good manner and there's so much that we have to do um it's like tough like let's say like you're a four-year-old five-year-old six-year-old boy you're growing up um let's say that you're seeing certain shit on online you're seeing like all these guys particularly you're seeing like all these guys dance with their shirt off you're seeing them really get a certain type of money get a certain type of girl get a certain type of clout and popularity and then you feel like man as a man like i i I need to be um, not even like quote unquote like dominant, like tough, aggressive, but there's like a, there's like those certain standards that you have to meet in order to just feel whole. And I know like there are a lot of men out there who um, I will wholeheartedly say that men deal with breakups far worse than women because women have support systems to deal with breakups um if you're a woman who deals with the breakup per se you always got your best friend to go to most of the time i'm not i can't speak for all women but a a lot of times it's like yeah you have a best friend to go to you got your homegirls to go to you got all this um if you're a man like you know going through that it's like a lot of people really don't want to see you in that state they don't want to see you like crying they don't want to see you moping to where it's like it's not like you know traditional for like men to you know, just, you know, ball up on Netflix and take a scoop full of ice cream and, you know, listen to certain things. It's like, that's not really there. Um, you're kind of left to deal with things in like a very um, tough way, kind of a lot of times alone. So it's kind of tough. Like I've seen like a lot of, a lot of men really deal with suicidal urges after breakups and they deal with just straight up suicide. And that that very much happens because that can be like a key factor to, um, you know, pushing them off that edge towards like they already had bottled up a lot because they're forced to. And then when you're at that state, it's like, what what more do I have to lose? Nothing. I'm going to end it all because I can't just this pain anymore. Like, I'm not going to take it anymore. I want to be free. So I know a lot of people really. It's tough. Um. It's definitely a very tough thing to talk about ending your life. Um, but I will say that, you know, 80% of all people who do end their life are, you know, all suicides are, are, are male, are men. Men is the biggest demographic, demographic when it comes to suicide. Um, it's tough. So I really want to talk about that. And I really want to address that. And this is something that we need to change. Because it's like it's tough. Because um, in order to build, in order to build like the best world possible, we need more than strong men. We need men who are loved and supported. Um, imagine if every, like, I'm saying this straight up. 
I, I believe that if everyone, I'm going to straight up say this, I'm going to straight up say this and you could, I'm going to straight up say this and you could agree or disagree with me, but this is what I believe to be true. If every single child in the world grew up with a healthy, responsible, and loving father, I believe we would reach world peace. If every single child grew up with a healthy, loving father, we would reach world peace. Because like, oh my God, like pretty much the source the source of a lot of pain comes from growing up without a father. And it's like a father grew up without their father and their father and, and all that to where it's like, I, one parent can't do it all. It's like, you know, like one parent can't do it all. Um, it's tough. It's tough. Like imagine being a single mom and you have to be a mother and a father. Like what the fuck? That's a whole lot of shit. Like be the provider, be the, you know, like just like, but, but literally put food on the table, literally like raise your kid, literally. That's tough. That's tough, man. That's, that's, that's tough. I mean, it's possible, but it's like, dang, it's, it's very hard. Like, I, I can't imagine that. Really take care of myself. Yeah, so I believe like, I I truly believe that. Like, I, I, I've straight up seen like, Look at the profile of every terrorist, every mass shooter, killer, just all these destructive people in history. Like Hitler did not have a good relationship with his father. You think Osama bin Laden had a great relationship with his father? Do you think all these people who like shoot up schools, do you think they had a great relationship with their father? You look at all of them. Every single person had a father who was either physically absent or emotionally absent, or honestly just had an abusive relationship with that father because, yeah, they just didn't, didn't have that father. And like, but then that was like a root of like a lot of trauma and like a lot of things were like dealt with in like the worst way and it came out in like terrible way. But like I'm seeing like the root of everything comes from just not having that father figure in your life to where it's like, if you don't have a father figure, you will find a father figure somehow, like straight up, like it could be a rapper, it could be some celebrity, it could be just some entrepreneur, business person, it could be some YouTuber, it could be some person that you literally find just online, it could be like your uncle, it could be your teacher, it could be your coach, it could be someone, it could be someone like someone who could be your father figure, but if you don't have like a healthy and responsible father figure, whether you are male, female, whatever gender you are, you... Uh, it's just so hard because literally like even like girls who grow up without fathers are more likely to be like, you know, get teenage pregnancy, uh, more likely to deal with addiction, more likely to deal with eating disorders, body dysmorphia, depression. Literally, these are very female centric issues, but these issues come up when you don't have a father figure because that father figure is central to your support and development as a child to where when you have that, you have emptiness. And when you have that emptiness, you will deal with that emptiness in very unhealthy ways and it will be deep, dark pain. Obviously, we all know what happens when, you know, guys grow up without fathers. <sighs> Violent, destructive, uh, dealing with depression, dealing with addiction, trauma, lack of resources, like all this. It, it, it's, it's very terrible, like very 
you know, tough outcomes. These stories are very hard to listen to because it's like, fuck. Um, it like, like they're fighting from the start. It's like they were never like, it's like when, when people don't give you like, when you don't have like a fair shot, when you don't have like that chance at life, when you don't have that opportunity and like so much is stacked against you and you just need to fight because of how fucked up the world is, you you just say, ah, yeah, that's fucking tough, man. That's fucking tough. And that like breaks my heart every single fucking time. Like I don't want to see, I don't want to see any boy grow up without a father. I don't want to see anyone just not really have that figure in their life who really can help them really can help them grow who just loves them man it's tough it's tough um i hate being a man <laughs> i hate being a man like straight up it's tough so i mean like the, man like looking back on this like we have talked about a lot we talk about mental health abuse you know my childhood trauma body positivity the divorce you know the culture the role models music artists expressions really just the standards that men go through when it comes to violence prison homelessness um you know the, the fatherhood crisis and everything like we've definitely we've talked about a lot we've talked about a lot and um these are things that really need to be addressed with society. And if, if I need to really just, just as I said before, if I need to really go through the dark and bring this to light, I need to. Because there was something that someone actually said on my TikTok that was actually really interesting for me to hear. It's like someone said, like, I, and I pinned this comment. It's like, I, I, I love, you know, your content and what you bring to the table. And it's really fresh, refreshing, and it's relatable. It is sad, but it is real. And the fact that it is real brings me comfort because I know I'm not alone. And it's like, that's what I want to talk about. It's like, there are very much like things in the world that are sad, that are depressing, that are dark, that are really hard to really digest. But it's like, you need to bring a light to that. Um, obviously, there are like certain music artists, like I know like, you know, like Juice and X, they're like really big ones. So we're like, obviously like their music wasn't, it's not it's not happy music, bro. It ain't like it ain't like the baby. It ain't like the baby to where like my little bitch a mess <laughs> like a massive bitch. Like it, it ain't like that. It it ain't like that, but <laughs> it, it it ain't like that. Like the music like obviously you got certain bangers. You have like Gundam Yeah, you got like armed and dangerous. Yeah, you can buy him. You have like, you know, you have like, look at me and you have like all this. You have like, you know, the fun ones. But like, I'd say like majority of that expression, it was really dark. And they talked about real topics. And the reason that I fuck with that so much is because like they brought to light what needed to be brought to light was that darkness. Um, and in order to help people feel a little less alone, you can only see the light when you're in the darkness. So you really have to present that darkness to them. Um, so, you know, that, that's that, like, definitely when it comes to music, like, it's like a big thing. Um, and definitely like when, when we talked to like about darkness in general, like this is why, like I fuck with attack on Titan so much, Aaron Yeager, like I got an Aaron Yeager, like, let me see if the camera is able to like, I don't know. I don't know if the camera is able to see it. Uh, yeah, but straight up, um, I got our Aaron Yeager, Mikasa and, and Armin, um, tattoo 
but I really fuck with Attack on Titan heavy. The reason I fuck with Attack on Titan is because just that, man, just really fighting for freedom, fighting, you know, you're on the brink of humanity just being destroyed and losing everything, and you're really just fighting for freedom. Um, you see Aaron's been through so much. You've seen that what his father put him through. You've seen how he lost his mother. You see, like, how a lot of his friendships and things were just really blew up, and you never really saw him got love, get love. Like, that's, like, the toughest thing. Um, you never really saw Aaron get love. Like, even when, you know, obviously, like, when he's, like, doing the most for humanity, like, he's still, like, I believe, like, he didn't get appreciated and, and comforted in the way that he should have. Like, obviously, like, to a degree, yeah, he has Mika's arm, and yeah, he has all, like, certain friends and people, like, but, like, he never got the love he deserved. Um, this is why, like, there are certain things to where it's, like, I see, like, he turned out the way he did because he did not get that love. Um, and it was, like, really sad. It was really sad to see that. Um, but I think, like, just, like, straight up, it's, like, that's what, like, a lot of men, a lot of men go through. It's, like, they go through this trauma, and then there comes a point in time where they need support. And they may ask for it. They may, like, show these moments towards, like, man, they just need someone to hold them and let them know that they're not alone. But they don't get it. And a lot of them, you know, their hearts harden. Um... The mind goes numb, and there's a lot that happens. So I really fuck with Attack on Titan Heavy. Aaron Yeager has to be, like, one of my favorite characters of all time. I mean, I have him tattooed on my chest. So obviously, man, you know I fuck with him. You know I fuck with him. So that's honestly, like, a big, honestly, inspiration. <laughs> it's, like, a big inspiration is that Aaron Yeager is, like, we're talking about, like, this episode about, you know, I hate being a man, talking about masculinity. We're talking about, like, all this stuff, just being centered being man. Like, if we're talking about male role models, man, Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager, straight up. So, yeah. Um, wow, like, I've talked about, really talked about a lot. I've really talked about a lot. And let me see where, where we're at in terms of time. Okay, wow. So we really just crossed, we really crossed the 70 minute mark. Um, and I, I'm glad, I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I did because there was a lot that needed to be talked about and to be talked about. And I'm, I'm glad that I really, that we really addressed this. So with that being said, I just want to say to anyone who is struggling with, struggling with, you know, being a man, being a boy, just being male in this world, I want to let you know that you're not alone. I want to let you know that you're loved. I want to let you know that you deserve to be treated like a human being because you are a human being. You deserve to be supported. I love you. And while I may not be able to physically give you a hug right now, I want to know that, you know, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, I am giving you a hug. I love you so fucking much. I love you so fucking much. I really love you. I really love you. I want to be there for you. I want you to know that you're not alone because I know how it feels to be alone. I know there are times in my life where I just wanted someone to hug me. I just wanted to someone to love me. I just wanted to really feel that comfort from someone else, but I didn't I didn't get it. Um so I had no choice but to really I just really have to focus on giving it to myself because <sighs> it's tough. So I'm giving it to you and I'm opening myself to others obviously to give me love comfort warmth affection because i'm a human being and i need that i really need that so i really love i really love that um 
also like if there's anything that you want to add to this you know podcast episode or you want topic you want me to talk about in the future and everything you know where to find me at i'm here and care you can also email me at rohit at i'm here and care.com i'll put all the links um in the description really i'm really i'm really like excited about how this podcast is shaping and how what's your story is forming into because yeah it's like these are things that really need to be talked about and i want to see comment sections being lit up and i want to see people who are like really watch this process all this and really enjoy enjoy this so i love y'all so much um y'all are amazing and just tell me what's up tell me what's up i, I really want to hear from you i'm ro tiga this is the what's your story podcast i hate being a man thank you for listening i'm here in care